You can tell people that entrepreneurship is a really good idea. You can tell them the benefits of entrepreneurship. But inevitably, one of the objections objections that will always come up is, well, not everybody can be an entrepreneur. And usually the undercurrent to that objection is that, well, if everybody was an entrepreneur, there would be no jobs left. So we have this idea that entrepreneurship means um, basically acting like a king and then having lots and lots of slaves or men uh, or people uh, that basically serve under you. And that that's the idea of entrepreneurship. The flip side of that as well is that people assume that being an entrepreneur, you know, I'll be my own boss and I'll get to tell people what to do and I'll be able to do all these things means that we'll be able to live uh, an entrepreneurial life where we get to be a quote-unquote slave master just the way that we have been for other people in jobs um, when we've been in jobs ourselves. Um, and that's not really true of entrepreneurship. That's never That was never um, the idea of entrepreneurship that I've been trying to push forward for a start. Uh, it's not really what true entrepreneurship is. That's a very capitalist, and I mean capitalist in the uh, in the pure, broader sense of the ideological term capitalist, as in the ideology of capitalism, uh, is 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 trying to basically push that entrepreneurship is this thing of where you get to be uh, a leader of, of of a pack of wolves or something. That's not what entrepreneurship is, and that's never uh, how entrepreneurship was uh, intended to function. Uh, and unfortunately, people have this, um, it's, a, it's a very nafs-driven idea because it, this idea that you're going to get to lead all these people, it's very vanity-driven. It, it serves the nafs in that. Um, it serves the ego that, you know, this is the life that I'll, I'll build to lead. And so people try and go to that. And in a lot of cases, people end up sabotaging themselves because whenever you serve your nafs, you're always going to sabotage yourself anyway. Um, and if you live a life in that way, in where you are forcing other people to subserve you uh, and you're not creating win-wins, um, eventually you might be given some respite by Allah, but eventually uh, it, it's going to turn in on you anyway. So really uh, to talk about what the what the true model of entrepreneurship is, um, we, we have to go back to Medina as you always do um, with everything. But even uh, before Medina, uh, the uh, the model of entrepreneurship was already in place um, in the way that it should be uh, even before Medina came along, before Rasulullah came along. There were uh, a lot of that stuff was in place, and then Rasulullah came along and perfected it, fine-tuned it a lot further, basically. So um, it really comes down to guilds, which is uh, guilds is basically it's like an organic uh, coming together of of people. I mean, I'm saying men. I don't, it's it can be men or women, but it's just easier to to say the term men, it's like a group of men come together uh, organically and choose to go on a quote-unquote journey together to do things um, in an organic fashion um, together. That's what, it, what a guild is. And this was in uh, Greek civilizations. It was in Roman civilizations. Uh, and then it was present in Medina as well. When the capitalist uh, system came along, it actually did away with a lot of that. Guilds were broken. Uh, so you will see, um, you'll see names of guilds around that were formed in the 1700s, 1800s, and 1900s, but you won't see, they don't really exist in, in the form that they used to before, like this organic coming together of people. Um, but the best way to explain how a guild worked, how a guild should work, and how um, 
you know how how that would relate to the modern day is to give you the example two two kind of distinctive examples that you can kind of look at in how things come together today so if you look at um the couple of ways that people go on a journey there's the there's the jumping on a plane um and and flying across to somewhere and there's just there's a jumping in the car and going on a road trip okay now in the first example that's more akin to what we have right now um with the aeroplane example so um jobs um the idea that we all have of entrepreneurship so the way it works with uh, when you have um when you want to go on a flight for example let's say i want to go to um madrid tomorrow um or in a week's time i have to i can only really fly to madrid unless i've got tons of money and i've got a private jet but generally um i can only fly to madrid at the set times that those flights are available so if there's a flight available at you know tuesday the 23rd for example that's when i can fly i have to be i have to basically comply with everything that the airline operator the airport operator uh, and everybody that's involved in that everything everybody that tells me um what to do i have to basically comply with all those things and i I'm, i'm told that this is in the interest of my safety my security for my pleasant experience and everything and that is probably mostly true but it's not entirely true but so i have to i have to follow a series of rules right like i have to be up at, like if my flight's at 8 o'clock i have to be up at 4 or 5 i can't put liquids in my in my suitcase and i can't put batteries in my hand luggage and i can't put razors in my hand luggage and i have to be there 2 hours before and then i have to stand in a queue and then i have to do you know i have to um uh, go through security control and I have to take off my shoes and my belt and then there's all these things that i have to do i i have to basically it i'm basically treated like cattle right and i know that's a very uh, that's quite a pessimistic bit of view of the situation you know going on a holiday and going on a flight can be a very fun experience as well but for the purposes of this discussion um we really do have to take the pessimistic view of it so you know i'm appealing to a particular dimension of that so you know you then go through security you sit in duty free and then when you call to the gate you go to the gate and in all of that if you don't comply with any of that you can get taken off the plane um if you don't have a visa you can get turned away from the airport um if if you there's some issue with your passport they can take you off the plane they can refuse you at the gate there's a whole host of things that can happen and all of that causes all of us most of us stress most people you know when they go through the um uh through a a plane journey we have to go through all of this even on the plane itself fasten your seat belt you know you can only go to, to use the facilities at a certain time you'll get given a certain meal at a specific time like you're at the mercy of everybody else you have to do it the way everybody else is the way that all these people that are in charge of this whole process have told you that's how this whole thing is going to work now that's the 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 me- metaphorical equivalent of how uh jobs are working today in the corporate world in the small business world even in the start startup world the startup world people act like you know this where you're in when you're in a startup you're in the free world but they use all corporate um processes they just put a little bit of um chintz on it a little bit of polish on it and they just make it a bit of sugar coating but ultimately it works in the same way you're not really in charge of your own domain you follow um what you're being told to do you get a little bit of leeway here and there like if you follow if you fly business class you get a slightly better seat um and you get to board a little bit earlier and you can go through security a little bit faster but generally speaking you know you still land at the same time and you're you still have to do what you're being told to do now if you then contrast that with um 
uh, a road trip. So let's say I decide to go to the Lake District with a uh, with a couple of friends. I'm the master of my own domain, so we can come to an agreement that uh, we're going to go to the Lake District together. Um, we can choose who's going to drive the car. So I might drive the car, my friend might drive the car. We might also take in interns. We can choose what time we, we choose to leave um, to get there. We can choose to stop on the way. And if I have an issue on the day of travel, um, if I decide I don't want to go on the day of travel, I can just make a call and I can say, guys, I've decided not to come today. And it's as simple as that. I don't have to fear the consequence of it per se. There's always consequences in everything, but in... in um, uh, where the the travel the plane uh, analogy is concerned, there's more to kind of fear there. You lose your your ticket, and there's all these things. And if I don't comply with certain things, um, I, I'm at risk of more problems. Whereas in the with the car journey, okay, I have to wear my seatbelt and and that kind of stuff. But there are certain things that even if I'm told to do or not told to do, it's the the risks of that are not as much. You know, we we can stop when we want. Um, and, and everything is by a certain kind of mutual agreement, but there is a general leader. Like if the guy that's driving the car, he's, a, he's kind of a leader of, 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 um, of, of, the, um, of the journey for a particular way. Like it's up to him what lane he chooses to drive in and things like that. But I have input on that. I can say, look, you're going too fast. I want you to slow down. Um, I, I want, you know, I need more space in the boot. We can all have a conversation about it, but there is a, a general leader for the purposes of that driving. And, but it's an, it's an organic coming together. Now, that's what um, uh, guilds were. Um, guilds were like this organic coming together of people um, that would choose to, to uh, drive towards a particular goal together. That's what a, a guild used to be. Now, that concept has disappeared. Um, at the moment, it's you know the the uh, the capitalists, capitalists, and the and the British and all these people that came in and they broke all these systems down. We had these um, in in Turkey and in Spain and you know in in the Ottoman Empire and in, in a lot of places we had guilds and they got broken up and broken down. Um, and it was done very deliberately to to take away the autonomy from the individual. Um, you know when you when you try and set up a business in in, in today's day and age. Really, what is supposed to happen is entrepreneurially, everybody that comes into that business, they're the masters of their own domain, but you choose to uh, work towards uh, a goal together. But that's not happening anymore. The, the legal constructs in these countries don't allow that to happen, right? You, ha you have to have a, the, the, a director on the company, and then he's responsible, and then he has employees, etc. So the, the structures that are in place aren't really made for that. And also, nobody's in that habit anymore. And, and this is the most... Um, upsetting thing, at least for me, nobody's in the habit of coming together organically anymore. You can't, you can't find four or five guys to work on something together uh, to lead towards a goal. They all kind of just, just fall away because they're not in the habit of it. They're in the habit of being told what to do. That you have a uh, a legal contract and you're getting paid, and then so they can only work towards a salary or uh, towards some sort of financial means. Like okay. Uh, you, I want you to be at work at this time, and I want you to uh, I want you to uh, um, do this at this time, and you'll get paid for this. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be some sort of structure and some sort of legality in there. Obviously, we're always encouraged to put everything in writing. But what I'm saying is that we're not in the habit of coming together organically anymore and working towards a common goal. We don't have that habit. It's it's been lost. That sensibility has been lost. Um, and it's really, um, it, it has become very, very problematic. If you if you speak to a lot of people, you know, and you see, you try and put a team together, people say, oh, you know, we need to crack the whip and um, uh, we need to have disciplinary measures in place and all this is because we, we, 
the way we speak about that is we speak about you know if we if I build a team or we build a team of people we speak about it in terms of in in slave terms believe it or not like you know we need to crack the whip more we need to work them harder they need to be disciplined and we have all these things that we have in place to discipline that person that's the kind of stuff that happens on a plane journey if you don't comply you are disciplined in a particular way that doesn't happen on a road trip with with, with a bunch of guys like if you're going out to the scottish highlands it doesn't happen and if somebody was to choose to do that with us we would have something to say about it like we would we'd say okay well i'm not going on this journey with you again or we would respond because we feel like we're masters of our own domain you know that like i keep saying that concept has disappeared but that's what true entrepreneurship was supposed to be right so in that sense everybody can be an entrepreneur because everybody can be the master of their own domain they can come together um and they can they can they can agree to a certain set of rules but it's by mutual consent and they can agree to uh, you know and and they are still their own master they're still semi autonomous uh okay they're not uh completely uh, treated like cattle basically um but what the whole time when you're in a job unfortunately you you the habit it, every, you know like the heart um is, is a product of its habits so whatever habit you're in sometimes you don't even feel it or you see it but you just operate on that because it it's it's almost pavlovian like you know if if you uh, you know you go to school every single day and you have to go to a particular time and you have to wear a uniform and, and right from all the way from school all the way through to our working lives and for the rest of our lives we just talk to kind of just next thing next thing next thing next thing it's just always uh, there's a carrot dangled in front and we just keep following it um so we're not in this habit that, that our hearts are not in that habit of of uh, being masters of our own domain and being free like that's freedom and that's um entrepreneurship that's the kind of freedom entrepreneurship is supposed to create it's not this grand idea that i i'll you know that i've been treated really badly in the corporate environment and everybody's treated me really badly so now i'm going to be the boss and i'm going to treat everybody else really badly it's not how this works uh it's about being free and it's about creating win-wins for everybody else but that is how entrepreneurship creates freedom and that's the true model of entrepreneurship assalamu alaikum